Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. Sharon Davis joining us here again today. She's a certified professional organizer, and the name of the company is Efficient Home Organizing. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am blessed. Oh, that's a beautiful way. Of, I like that. That's a great start, and that's a beautiful introduction. So you are blessed. Uh, I know you got a great family around you, especially today. <laughs> and tell yes. us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, well, I am a certified professional organizer mm-hmm. uh, in the Pensacola, Florida area. I also service even lower Alabama. And just enjoy what I do. I feel like it's a, it's just a gift and I've been doing it for, oh goodness, probably since 2005. And I, I just absolutely love working with clients who have issues with excess clutter and issues with uh, not knowing how to keep and maintain a home. Uh, young families that are busy and you know, can't seem to to keep up with all the kids' activities and work schedules and and everything. And so I help young families with um, task management issues. Mm, a lot of us have that, including me. Okay, and remind us how we can contact you as well. Yes, yes. Oh, con- how to contact me. Uh, yes, my number is 850-377-5446, but you can also find that information on my website at efficienthomeorganizing.com, and you can also reach me directly, email at efficientlady at yahoo.com. Beautiful. All right. Well, what aspect of a home organizing did you want to discuss today for your listener? What did you have in mind? Um, working, I believe, with, uh, like I said, families who are on the go, busy, trying to juggle everything. And they feel like they just can't, you know, keep up or they... Uh, are are juggling everything, but except for the home, and you know they're out and about and run doing sports and cheerleading and football and, and working full time, and they um, just can't you know. And then the home gets neglected. You know, there's clutter everywhere. Too many, too many things. Too many um, toys and no systems in place to help them and the the parents and the children as well to manage. Ditto. Yep, I got it. I hear everything you're saying. It's so true. Can you give us some pointers? Uh, Give us some tips. What should we start doing in our home that we could start helping ourselves? I mean, because it is overwhelming, and a lot of us can't handle that. But any tips to get started, to feel more relieved, to get this process moving before we call you in? Because that's another issue. I'm embarrassed to call someone to help me organize. I feel like I have to organize before they get here because I'm embarrassed in my mess. Right, but I can't fix what I can't see. And if you, but the thing is that most people, you know, they tidy up, but what they're doing is just shoving things in closets or in the garage or, or in, in wherever it fits. Mm-hmm. And 
still, it doesn't help solve the problem. But there are a couple of, probably a couple of areas that really will work that I could talk about. One is obviously laundry. Mm-hmm. And you have to keep up with the laundry and uh, managing that. And teaching the children, I think, is a big part of, of the laundry. One of the things that I always recommend is making sure that wherever they <laughs> seem to toss the laundry, put a basket there to catch it. If it's, you know, you, you don't have a space in the room, maybe it can be tucked away inside the closet or in a corner of the bathroom, wherever it is, so that it makes it easier for you to to, to the washing machine. And then the other problem is getting the clothes folded and put away. And again, there are school-age children can help with these things. Toddlers, obviously not, but... But school-age children can, and um, sometimes for kids, especially if maybe if they have special needs, autism, sometimes open baskets work better mm-hmm. for them rather than drawers because the drawers get jammed up in the dressers, and then they can't close them, you can't open it, and they can't see what they want to get out. So the, that's an area... Also, keeping the laundry room clear of clutter that does not belong in the laundry room, such as, I say the laundry room is a somewhat of a utility room, mm-hmm. so if you need to store light bulbs in there, batteries, those sort of things, oversized pantry items like turkey roaster <laughs> that up on a high shelf that you don't need very often, mm-hmm. and then just the rest should be just for um, laundry. So that, you know, I had a client not a couple days ago that had several things going on in her laundry room, and we were able to address those issues. And actually, she had so many things going on, but we narrowed it down to laundry, uh, tools for that you need, they don't have a garage. So tools that they need to hang pictures and and do odd little tasks and then um, a little craft area Mm -hmm. for her uh, kids. And, and the rest, you know, she was, she was so pleased with that. The rest just went away because she has four children. So Oh the laundry goodness. was ongoing. Oh, my ongoing. goodness. Right. Oh, that it's, is horrible. I could only imagine <laughs> four. <gasps> my grandma yeah, had six. Yeah. How, do, yeah, how do people do it? I, some of them I, need help, right? I don't know. All yeah. Right. So, and um, so we talked about also um, how how to have a, a launching pad as you go out the door so that things that uh, – you know, need to go in the car when you're when you're already on. You don't have to run back in the house to get it. A command center that kind of keeps uh, everyone focused, where you can post schedules. You know, of games and um, school activities and all those other things, and and you can post important information either it be a bulletin board or a whiteboard, and keep everything that you need close by 
for, you know, for that central area. And then, I mean, if the kids say, oh, Mom, what time is my game tomorrow? You can say, go look on the schedule. And you give the child a little more responsibility for keeping up. Mm. And that trains them as they grow, and it also helps you. Ooh, I like that. It really is true. All right, but let's do this. Let's remind everyone of all the ways we can contact you, and then we'll take our quick break here. Uh, efficientlady at yahoo.com is my email. Efficienthomeorganizing.com is my website, and my phone number is 850 Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with more after the break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure. Aisle two. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing. We're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Has life seemed to have lost its vibrancy? Do you need help sorting through some of the things going on in your life and in your mind and in your heart? Well, I got good news. You are not alone and I am here to help. I am Alice Ward, Licensed Professional Counselor Supervisor, Owner and Private Practitioner, of transformation begins within. Let me help you learn some strategic steps and therapeutic tools to help you on your journey to wellness. You can reach me at transformingmindsets.com. Be mindful, be well, be free. Therapy is my love language. from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. It's all about efficient home organizing, and we're here with our organizational expert talking about the ways she can help you put this chronic disorganization behind and overcome it. Uh, and she's here working uh, in uh, Florida, also Alabama, as she mentioned. Uh, go to the website, efficienthomeorganizing.com. And as we've been discussing, she's focusing, you know, we talk a lot about children and having kids and all that comes with that. So she really helps with that, but there's so much more to it. So let me welcome you back. And what other area did you want to kind of focus on? I mean, you do home office, you do garage, you do closet, you do everything. Well, now with the weather changing, getting cooler here in Florida, garages, it's the best time to do them. Garages and sheds, what I like to do with garages is set them up in zones. For instance, if you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, which I just did this morning, (laughs) You, you know this is the gardens area. This is the paint department. This is where you find all of the small hardware items and the tools. And I go in many, many garages, and I just see, oh, tools laying, laying about. And, you know, then you have toys, and then you have decoration. You have home decor that has seen better days, you know, because... Ah, I don't want this anymore. Let's just put it in the garage, and the garage becomes a black hole. 
So we want to clear out the clutter, wipe down the shelving. If you need additional shelving, that's another area that I find with garages is sometimes you, the shelving is not um, adequate enough. And I've discovered that if you can buy 16 or 20-inch deep shelving, and yes, they do make it that deep, that you can fit a cooler on there easily. It doesn't hang over. And put the correct kind of shelving in place. They're, they make items to hang tools on, whether it be a pegboard or, or other tool organizers to get stuff off the floor and get everything clean and then set up the zones and set up, you know, your tool zone, your paint zone, your toy zone. If, it, if the kids have a lot of activities, um, there are storage ideas for that and balls. You know, you could just get a, a large trash can and dump all the balls and, and bats and things like that into uh, would be would be a simple, easy uh, solution and not very expensive. You can um, get small bins that have lids, which is what I like to do, clear, so that you can see what's in there, but you can also label them as well and then put them in your, you know, you can stack them on the shelves for the different small tools. For instance, if you have a staple gun, you want to make sure that the staples are right next to it, with it. So I put those together in a bin and, and then just label it and zip ties and string and rope and all those tape. You can put all your tapes together. And so group like items together and put them in a bin with a lid so they stay, they don't get all dirty and dusty. And then you can stack those bins. That's so true. I like the bin organizational process. Do you prefer clear or solid? Just curious. I do prefer clear because many of my clients uh, are visual learners. And it clear, you can easily see it. And you can, also, like I said, you can also label it if, if they need additional visual to pull them in whereas but if you wanted to do color coding in solid definitely have to label because otherwise you would have to pick up every bin and look in it or memorize you know where what was oh hello hello did we lose you no, I'm here. Oh, okay, perfect. There, you just cut out for a second. All right, good, good, good. Well, I mean, okay, when it comes to bins, I agree. I like the clear <laughs> myself, so you can see where everything is. I think it makes so much more sense, but it's not as appealing to the eye. Um, but there's also the process of not just putting stuff in bins, which a lot of us can do, but then it becomes now you have too much excess bins. So there is a process where I'm sure you could teach someone to kind of uh, go through and sort things out. How do you let, help them let go of that personal attachment? That's the hardest part, but we ask a lot of questions and get them to think about their stuff. In other words, how how long have you had this? How it Does it have sentimental value? And if it does have sentimental value, it should be given a place of awe in your home. If it is just something that you used for a while, and you're, but for some reason you're still having difficulty letting it go, 
why why is that? Is does it mm-hmm. if it doesn't fit with your decor, if it doesn't fit with your current lifestyle, if it's not relevant, if it's not current, you know, things like I mean, our technology is simply changing. Uh, so old electronics. Sometimes the the problem is not that people want to hold on to it, but they don't know what to do with it to properly dispose of it. So I do help with those kind of things as a resource, you know, like, okay, you can take electronics to Best Buy. They will recycle them for you. Fluorescent light bulbs you can take to, to Home Depot or Lowe's, and they will recycle them for you as a local um, landfill. There are lots of charities that you know, art art supplies. I generally take them to one of the high schools. They're desperately in need of art supplies, rather than to just blanket a, a thrift store and and just throw it all in a box and dump it at the thrift store. There are specific areas that you can donate. So some of that is is a is a hang up for people is that they want to make sure, and sometimes they'll want to keep the item because they need they feel like they need to find the perfect home for that item so i try to get them to see yeah you know that it listen it's it's been used in your home and used it it's time to pass it on and let it be a blessing to somebody else and and generally uh i've been pretty successful in in getting people to realize that yeah, I don't need to hang on anymore. It's in the past. We want to live in the present. We we want to have a few things. We need yeah. them. But we also don't want to stockpile things in case. Oh, exactly. It's a hoarding. And it really is a mental condition, isn't it? Hoarding, hoarding is definitely a mental disorder. And when it's, it's severe... Sometimes the best that you can do is just a harm reduction plan with hopefully the help of a therapist, other family members, and all that is is you let them keep their stuff, but the trash, the definite trash has to go, and they have to make a contract, keep areas safe. For instance, no papers piled the stove or near a hot water heater or an electrical outlet. Doors and windows cannot be blocked. The emergency services have to come in. They can get in. You have to make tell them, you know, with a safety uh, issue mm-hmm. that keeping paths clear, you know, so that they can get from the bed to the bathroom, so that they can be safe in when they get out of bed and don't fall. I did have a, a client who that happened, baby four, and fell out of bed, broke her hip, and laid there for several hours before oh. she was able to get help. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, you clearly love what you do, and for those new-time listeners today, could you share a little bit about how you got into this business? You know, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay. How did I get into this business? Mom... I don't know. I just always liked organizing. I remember as a, as a teenager having 
know, things organized on my vanity. And then as I uh, got older in my 20s, I was a legal secretary, so I have to be organized in that type of a job. And then my husband was, uh, when I met him, he was in the Navy, and so we moved. And again, I just applied these, I feel like they're just natural, God-given skills to moving and setting up a home and keeping things under control when we moved. One of the things that sparked me when we moved was because he, we had a weight limit that the military will pay for a certain amount of household goods to be moved according to weight. If you're over that weight limit, then you have to pay out of pocket. Well, I didn't want to risk that, so I always had a yard sale before we moved and got rid of, you know, baby items and clothes and and just, you know, stuff that we have bought for that particular home or extra excess toys and try to downsize a little bit each time so that it stayed manageable as we did move and not accumulate. And it just snowballed into... Uh, full-time business. I started doing it for friends and family and really loved doing it and knew I was good at it. I got some additional training through the Institute for Challenging Disorganization and here I am. Oh, wow. Well, we love the work you're doing and clearly you love uh, doing what you do. Is there a certain area you like to do most? Is it the children's room organization? Is it the kitchen, garage? You know, tell us your, do you have a favorite spot in the home? Um, favorite, absolute favorite spot. Gosh, they're all, they're all really different. Mm-hmm. I do really enjoy doing craft room. There are a lot of moving parts. I'm working on one right now where the client is a avid scrapbooker. And there is so many different things. But because I'm also a crafter, I understand yeah. crafts. And I understand the process, the, the creative process. Those are fun because make them colorful. You can make firing for the artist to do more craft. I also do enjoy doing kitchens because a kitchen, I believe, is the hub of the home. And so many things central to the kitchen, Uh, at least when I was growing up, central to the kitchen. We did our homework on the kitchen table and... You know, while mom cooked and and we had great conversations at the kitchen table. So to do a kitchen and to do a pantry to make it easy and streamlined for families to be able to put together a nutritious meal and not have to depend on fast food or food or junk food. That's that's what I enjoy. Oh, I love it. And by the way, um, you mentioned you work in mostly, uh, could you share the areas in, in, around Pensacola and then in Alabama that you work in? Uh, yes, uh, the, the Pensacola area, and I actually go as far east as, say, Fort Walsh, and then 
North. There's uh, Milton that that I go to. I'm trying to hit the big cities. And there's, of course, there's all kinds of little things in between. And then west to Alabama, because we're only maybe 15 minutes from the state line, into Foley, Alabama, and uh, the area that they call the Eastern Shore, which covers Fairhope, Daphne, uh, Spanish Fort, uh, and then that is pretty much as far as I go west, because to go into Mobile, Alabama, is really far, and uh, there, I'd I've never asked to go that far, and I believe there are organizers in that area. Got it. Well, thank you for being here, for joining us. If we want to reach out, would you mind sharing the best form, all forms of contact, please? EfficientHomeOrganizing.com is the website. Email address is EfficientLady at Yahoo.com, and phone number is 850-377-5446. Perfect. Thank you so much. Really, pleasure having you back. Looking forward to the next time we connect and reach out for that consultation. All right. You have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye, sweetheart. Thank you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.